Good morning, and welcome to Captain Cambino's Cabana, live, Saturday, February 11th, 2023. This is the 10th edition of the podcast, so thank you very much. I guess this is some type of a milestone, uh, whatever, but here we are. I would have done it last night, but I, um, I haven't been sleeping well. The captain's been, you know, just, it was just a rough night. I passed out in my chair, um, watching TV or whatever, and I don't remember what I was watching. I think I was watching, uh, I've been starting Married with Children, so I've been binging Married with Children. Um, I've never seen them all the way through, like the entire series, so I uh, started on that. So I passed out in my chair and woke up at 2 in the morning or something and went to bed. So <laughs> uh, just one of those nights, huh? Uh, the single life. So... The cabana was, uh, yeah, so it's been a weird week at the cabana, you know, the captain hadn't been sleeping too great, but you know, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll get back on track, but can't complain, you know, just, uh, just the winter time. So trying to get through the winter, the winter blues. So, uh, welcome, uh, welcome back again to the cabana. It's glad to have you. And this is the, like I said, the 10th podcast. So I'm, uh, hoping we can, uh, make it to 20. We'll see what happens, but I uh, just want to, first of all, say uh, prayers go out to the family of Jerry the King Lawler. Um, he had a stroke this week. I uh, hope he's doing better. I, I hear that he is doing better. My mom has kept me informed. And uh, But uh, WWE Hall of Famer and Memphis wrestling legend Jerry the King Lawler was hospitalized. I'm, I'm not sure if he's still there or not. I have to check up on that. But uh, they say he's doing better. So uh, we love you, King. Hang in there and uh, keep fighting. So prayers out to Jerry the King Lawler and his family. But yeah, like I said, this week's been as far as sleep. You know, it's um, it's weird. Like I remember when I worked at the Ice House back in the day. Um, what, what does that mean, back in the day? Like back in my heyday. I'm just kidding. But uh, I remember Jesse the Body Ventura used to say that. What is this with this back in my heyday? But um, he sucks anyway. But um, yeah, so. <laughs> When I used to work at the Ice House, um, my boss, Chris Carter, you know, I remember I used to tell him, I was like, man, you know, I, I, I can't wait for the weekend, you know, I mean, or this Sunday, Sunday to sleep in, you know, and get to catch up on sleep. And he's like, Cambino, you, you'll never catch up on sleep. You can only get a good night's sleep. And I just remember him saying that, and it's just stuck with me ever since. So um, <laughs> that is true, though, because you really, you, you, you can't catch up. You just, you have to go to bed at a decent hour and that's how it works. So, uh, <laughs> get your shit together and go to bed at a decent hour. And I mean, it's the weekend. So, I mean, I had nothing going on and I, I busted my ass this week at work. And so I, I deserve the right to pass out in my chair. So <laughs> damn it. That goes for you too. <laughs> but anyway, um, so yeah, uh, yeah, so just get yourself a good night's sleep. You know, take a little power nap if you have to. Uh, get the blood flowing. But uh, take some vitamin vitamin B if you have to to get, 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 get some energy back up and going. Don't do any of that five-hour energy stuff. I've never done it, but I've just heard bad stuff. I've heard bad stuff about just drinking Red Bull. I mean, if I had Red Bull, it would only be if you're doing a shot of Jaeger. I get it. Jaeger, Red, Jaeger Bomb, whatever. They, yeah. And, uh, man, I've... I'm out of it, but, um, I don't, I don't do that stuff, that energy stuff. That's just, I've heard, I've heard bad things as far as affecting your heart and all that. So, uh, vitamin B I'll take it all day, every day. 
A-D-E-D. So, uh, you know what's a good feeling? Is to get your conail, toenails cut. You know? Um, <laughs> it's such a hassle. And, I mean, <laughs> I know that's random. But I tell you what, once they're done, it's like, ah, oh, finally. You know, anyway, whatever. But <laughs> that's what it is at the cabana. It's entertainment therapy. We have no clue what we're doing. So we're just we're just winging it, having a good time. So uh, this is Super Bowl weekend, Super Bowl Fifty Seven. Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles taking place in Glendale, Arizona, uh, just outside of Phoenix. I believe Rihanna is playing at halftime. Don't care. So uh, I'm looking forward to the commercials, really. So um, I'm sure that it's going to be a good game. There's no doubt about that. But um, I, I think Philadelphia will take it. Just because they're, uh, you know, I think they're hungry. I'm not saying the Chiefs aren't, but, you know, I just, I just that's my pick. I'm going with the Eagles. So, uh, fly, Eagles, fly. So, um, and Patricia Antonelli, wherever you are, go Eagles. And, um, but the, the, the commercials have always been my favorite. You know, this is a big time for where they can, new movies coming out. Especially the, the big one everybody's talking about is The Flash. The new Flash movie trailer. And it's the second one that will be released. And uh, there's a lot of stuff going on at Warner Brothers. A lot of people are pissed off with the way things have happened lately. When it all started with uh, Henry Cavill being let go as Superman. Or stepping down or whatever happened. My thing is this Ezra Miller kid that's playing the Flash. That is one weird cat. Now he's been in trouble lately with the law. As far as uh, I think he got in a fight with some woman in Hawaii and somewhere else overseas, Australia or something, I don't know, but this kid's got some issues. And they say he's done better and all that, but, like, I've seen this guy dressing, dressed like a woman and just do some weird stuff on and on camera and on the, on the news and what you see on social media or whatever else. But it's just a weird dude. But um, I thought he was, you know, pretty funny, you know, decent um portrayal of the flash especially in the justice league movie but you know whatever but my thing is it's like if, if he if they're letting him stay on if warner brothers is that shallow and they're gonna let him stay on as the flash but yet henry cavill ben affleck and gal gadot they're, they're let go i mean that's that's just wrong i mean i think even the rock dwayne johnson called him out about their just being pathetic the way they're running things and if they let if they let the Flash, Ezra Miller, they let him stay with his all his all the bad shit he's done, then Henry Cavill, Ben Affleck, and Gal Gadot can stay too. Because it's just it doesn't make it's just not cool. I mean, you know, go woke, go broke. You know, that's what I'm saying. But that's what's going on around here today. So we don't all have to like it. But anyway, but as far as the trailer, uh, I've heard that uh, there's a lot of rumors out there. Obviously, that's the internet. Uh, that Michael Keaton is still going to be Batman in the movie, and so is Ben Affleck. They're making, you know, it's basically the story is about, it's called, it's like the Flashpoint Paradox. What happens is the Flash, if you know the comics, his mother died. So he's trying to go back in time to maybe fix it or something like that, uh, or he has the opportunity to. So it's based off of a comic storyline and, uh, but it turns out this, the, the universe he goes to is the one where Michael Keaton is Batman. So they've, they've tapped into the multiverse 
for the DC Extended Universe. So, which is really cool because there's rumors going around that there might be a possible CGI cameo of Christopher Reeve as Superman. I mean, how cool would that be? I mean, I know they're they're kind of the CGI stuff has kind of gone a little too far in some instances, but you know we saw it in Star Wars with uh, where they brought back Carrie Fisher, the CGI, and then uh, uh, Peter Cushing, the actor that you know played Grand Moff Tarkin in Rogue One. That was pretty cool. I mean, I thought they did an amazing job, and even they did it with Luke Skywalker recently in The Mandalorian. But that's what I've heard. I, you know, rumors are rumors, so we'll find out. But once the movie comes out June 16th, but uh, to see Christopher Reeve in a cameo, like a CGI, I mean, of course, you know, they have to have family permission and all that from the Reeve family, but I think that'd be badass. I mean, just something, you know, because they say in the multiverse of the DC Extended Universe that Michael Keaton's Batman and Christopher Reeve Superman existed, same universe. So the Flash could, who knows what's going to happen. That's going to be awesome, either way. But um, there's also another rumor that the ending will not include Michael Keaton's Batman and Sasha Kali, I don't know how you say her name, Supergirl, so whatever. But And there's also a rumor that another Batman actor is going to come back and talk to the Flash somehow about the time travel with the Flashpoint uh, going back in time. And they're saying, oh, well, it can't be Val Kilmer. And Val Kilmer's had the throat issues, and he can barely talk, so I don't think it's Val Kilmer. Then they're saying George Clooney. I was like, George Clooney sucked. I mean, he was awful. He even admits it. He apologized to Adam West one time. He was just like, I'm sorry I ruined Batman, you know? I mean, Clooney would that'd be ruin it. Then there's Christian Bale. A lot of people were saying Christian Bale would come back, and I'd say, oh, yeah, he would do it. He'd, he'd be there. But then they're saying, no, Bale wouldn't be involved unless Christopher Nolan was there. But unless it was something, hey, throw a lot of money at him, they'll, they'll do it. So, but I don't, I don't think it's going to be, I don't think it'd be Val Kilmer or George Clooney, but um, maybe Christian Bale. So we'll see. But um, apparently there's going to be multiple Batman involved. And it may be Robert Pattinson from the recent, the Batman film that came out in 2022. So. Who knows? Because they're definitely going to take that character and do more. Uh, there's going to be another sequel. So um, that's what I've heard. But anyway, that's what's going around with the rumors of the Flash Flash trailer and the, the movie coming out on June 16th. But yeah, uh, back to the Super Bowl. and Well, football. Tom Brady. I meant to mention this last week. You know, Tom Brady has retired again. And, uh, you know, hey, 23 years in the NFL. Phenomenal career. There's no doubt about it. I don't think he's the GOAT. Sorry, that's just my opinion. I mean, he's a great great quarterback, but he was not very mobile. Mobile, excuse me. Mobile, mobile, whatever. But, um, you know, he had a great system with Belichick. So, honestly, I'm glad he's done. I mean, it's time. Hang it up. I couldn't stand him in New England when, I, when he first started. That 2001, the 2002, his first three, four years in New England – Maybe up to like 2007, 2009, I, I really kind of, I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm done with Tom Brady. I'm, I'm like, I'm sick of this guy. And it, I didn't hate him or anything personal. I was just like, damn, why can't we beat this guy, you know? But the Dolphins, you know, the rivalry there, they'd always take care of business in Miami. The Patriots never could, Tom Brady never could 
succeed in Miami. He, he, he'd have a few good games here and there, but that was it. But on the road, of course, at Foxborough, Patriots were just clean house, you know. But those first few years, I was just like, man, you know, Bledsoe, why'd you have to take that hit, you know, <laughs> in 2001? But no, it's cool. It's, I mean, you know, I like Tom Brady. I, I mean, I got no problem with him. He's a, but I, I think, um, I really think he hope he gets to make amends with his wife and his ex-wife or I don't know if they're divorced or not, but take time for your kids, man. It's time. I mean, you, you proved it. You could play till 45, but I'm telling you, the game has changed so much to protect the quarterback. And a lot of people don't want to see that or they choose to ignore it or whatever. But I saw a picture somewhere on social media. It was about Joe Montana and it was him kind of like doing like a, holding his fist up like, yeah, you know, touchdown. And and he says, I played in an era where there was no microphone in my helmet. The refs were, were not protecting me. And, you know, it was – I could I, – I took hits that nobody else ever could or ever would. And he's right. They didn't have mics in their helmet until – that didn't start until 1994, and that was a disaster. I remember a game where the Dolphins – Marino even said it, I think, or he was trying to listen to plays – and the frequency was so jacked up, they picked up a local pizza parlor somewhere in South Florida, and they were getting orders over the headset. I, I mean, I don't know how true that is, but I could see it happening. <laughs> That'd be funny. It'd be like, Marino, what's the play? It's like, yeah, I have a double extra cheese on a uh, 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 thick crust <laughs> with a little Parmesan. <laughs> Marino cussing. That's uh, hilarious. But, yeah, so, I mean, Montana play, there was no mics in the helmet. His actually his final season was the first year they started having microphones. So so yeah, in my opinion, Joe Montana's the GOAT, hands down. But congratulations, Tom Brady, on a phenomenal career. Time to move on. And they said that he's coming to Fox for uh, a commentary in fall of twenty twenty four. So I guess it's gonna take some time with family. Enjoy it. Have fun, man. Live it up, you've earned it. But I've heard also, I read somewhere, he made over like $330 million through his whole career in the NFL. That's not including endorsements. I mean, think about that. <laughs> I mean, what a society we live in, right? But, I mean, hey, capitalism. I'm all for it. I, I'm, the captain is pro-capitalism. Captain capitalism. Hey, there, there's, a, there's a superhero right there or whatever you want to call it. Um, we need somebody like run, like run like somebody run for president, Captain Capitalism. Anyway, whatever. But um, I remember and Peyton Manning said something about the retirement. He says, "I am not buying Tom Brady another retirement gift." <laughs> Classic Peyton. So um, anyway, but yeah, congrats, Tom Brady, uh, on a phenomenal career. And uh, this this also this weekend, there's a pretty cool little parlay bet going. I mean, other obviously big bets this weekend because the Super Bowl. Any unusual bets being made? Of course there's bets being made. It's the Super Bowl. <laughs> Ace Ventura. Waiting for the perfect time to get back at the Dolphins. The time it would hurt them the most. Super Bowl time. Man, I'm tired of being right. <laughs> Ace Ventura, Tone Loke. When <laughs> if Einhorn see me coming down here talking to you or your ass, I'm history. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, Rob Gronkowski, Gronk, is going for a field goal try attempt this weekend. And there's this bet going on in FanDuel 
that if uh, $5 or more, if Gronk makes the field goal, you get a piece of $10 million. $10 million. I was like, man, you know what? I did. I put five bucks down. But <laughs> Gronk, Gronk is just – that dude's hilarious. So, I mean, I hope he makes it. But, I mean, I just think that's a genius a tactic at halftime because, to be honest with you, I don't care about the halftime stuff. Um, the, 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 the recording artists, whoever perform, don't care. I mean, uh, I, never, I never watch it. The last one I think I watched was when Tom Petty was there. They, he re, uh, maybe, what, 2012, 2013, something like that. But that was a good one, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. But uh, I don't really care about the halftime show. But I think Gronk field goal thing, I think that's a genius move. We need some more entertainment at halftime other than, you know, musical artists. But I, another speaking of halftime, the college college football, whenever they do the national championship or the SEC championship, they had that Dr. Pepper halftime throw for a scholarship or tuition money, whatever. Why do they all have to throw like a girl? You know, the girls throw like girls. That's that's how it is. Girl, girls throw like girls. Guys throw like a man. Throw it like you're a quarterback. Throw it like you're a pitcher in baseball or an outfielder, infielder. Throw it normally. Don't underhand this shit. I'm sorry. I'm sick of that. I hate it. I think even Dave Portnoy of Barstool Sports came out again about, about it too and saying this is crap. I'm sick of this. Why do they have to throw it like they're, you know, granny shot, underhanded? Get off the field. I hate that. I mean, it's just stupid. We are teaching our kids to say it's okay to throw like that. And I'm just like, I'm sorry. Never. If you ever have kids, they are not doing that shit. I tell you that right there. I mean, you're going to throw it, you throw it like a man. And I don't care if anybody thinks that's toxic. I got three letters for you. KMA. It also means kiss my ass. But what I'm saying is, throw it like a man. Why do they have to do that underhanded or push it? Like it's a, they're, they're making it too easy. It's participation trophy shit. I'm sick of it. So anyway, that's my spiel on that. All right, moving on. Uh, yeah, the captain got a little hot there. So take a little swig here. Oh, there's a cop outside somewhere. Typical Memphis. Anyway, um, Zach Thomas, classic. One of the greatest, classiest people, Miami Dolphins football history. Greatest, one of the greatest linebackers ever has been inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So he will be inducted into Canton. Uh, later this year, I think in August is when they have that celebration. So I would honestly, I'd love to try to go, but um, we'll see what happens. But congratulations, Zach Thomas, on a phenomenal career. You totally deserve it, and you busted your ass. Jimmy Johnson raved about this guy in his book. I've been I'm still reading the book about Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson loves Zach Thomas, and I know Zach enjoyed playing for Jimmy because uh, I mean that was a I, I missed that 1996 season. I know they didn't make the playoffs, but that was just, it was fun. It was fresh. It was something new. And even Marino admitted it, you know, it was, it was fun. It was good to have something different, but, but Zach Thomas, I mean, God bless you. You a uh, phenomenal athlete. Uh, best of luck to you. Congratulations on the hall of fame. You definitely deserve it. I remember and I did message uh, my friend Todd Wade, who was also a former Miami dolphin and uh, they, they're good friends. And I, Send him a message on social media, and you know he was definitely pleased to hear that he's inducted. So, anyway, um, so looking forward to that. Um, by the way, another th um, 
I, I don't want to bring – I honestly can't stand the NBA, but I'm going to say it anyway. Um, LeBron James broke the record for all-time score or something like that. I don't, I don't know. I don't keep up. But I don't know if you heard what he said to the fans when he broke the record. And by the way, did you see where all the cameras, all the camera phone, the phones that were taking pictures of his shot? Nothing but phones. I think there was like one person watching. It was the guy, the founder of Nike, whatever his name is, taken in the moment. I mean, honestly, not a big fan of Nike, but I think that's the right thing. Hey, take it in. Enjoy it. Who, who cares if you don't get it on camera? The picture will be there online somewhere. So, But the, the, the people with the phones, it's like, oh, I got to get this. I got to get this. I'm like, <laughs> I don't get it. But that's the generation we're living in right now. It's, um, you know, capturing everything. So I wonder if there's anybody out there that really lives in the moment. I know I do. I'm not saying I'm better or anything like that at all, but I don't know. I just don't like that. I don't like that mindset. And that's just me. Anyway, back to LeBron James. I don't know if you heard what he said, but they have a celebrate, like a, they acknowledge it and have like, they take a little break and they acknowledge it. He gets on the microphone and he, he says something like, you know, thank you very much. I appreciate everything, but ah, fuck it. Enjoy it. I mean, he did. He said the F word. I'm like, are you kidding me? They allow that. And the kids are going to hear that. I mean, I'm sure kids hear that stuff a lot, but that is not something you want to say to kids. I mean, that, he is not, he's not a role model. I think it's disgusting. I, I'm not a fan of his. I don't hate the guy, but I'm not a fan of LeBron James. So, but I just think it was disgusting. So you don't, you don't say that when you're thanking the fans and thanking, uh, taking in that opportunity to embrace it. And you know what? I broke a record. You just don't do it that way. I'm sorry. It was classless. So I just, I'm sorry, LeBron, but you got some work to do, man. Anyway, um, moving on with Cabana. Let me let the captains, captains a little fired up. Let me chill out a little bit. That's what, you know, it's a chill environment. So crack up a cold one, have a good, have a good time. Just relax. So, Forgive me, my friends. You know, just uh, just how I feel right now. Uh, I'd be a good motivational speaker, though, maybe. Maybe that's something I could look into. So, <laughs> This is also Valentine's Day week. Oh, we love Valentine's Day, don't we? Well, most of you might, whatever. But uh, Valentine's Day is not my day, I'll tell you that. I've never, ever had any luck on Valentine's Day. And, I'm, you know, say luck, I mean like a date or whatever, um, a dance or whatever, oh, excuse me, and um, it's just never been my day. When I was in 10th grade, uh, I had a big crush on Leslie Laverne, and I thought she was the one, I mean, I was in 10th grade, what the heck did I know? Absolutely nothing. And we had kind of made our peace, you know, she knew I had a crush on her. But it was over with. Like we acknowledged it, and I told her how I felt. She said no. But I, I kind of had, still kind of had a little bit of feelings, but nothing, nothing major. I didn't do anything with it. I remember that day at school. Uh, we're going to break, like 10 a.m. And I was sitting with the guys, and Jamie Goodson walks up to me. He goes, "Ah, oh, Cameron, man, you the man. You the man, dude. You got, you got, a, you did it, man. You went for it." I was like. What are, you, what are you talking about? He's like, man, you got you got Laverne some roses. And I was like, what? No, I, I didn't get her any roses. What are you talking about? He's like, oh, come on, man. Don't don't be like that. Don't deny it. And I'm like, no, I'm serious. And like everybody was like, put me on the spot. 
I was like, no, I promise. I didn't, I didn't buy her anything. And they just kept letting, you know, nagging me, whatever. And throughout the day, uh, it was true. People kept ragging me about it. I was like, no, I promise I didn't do it. Turns out somebody was playing a joke on me. And uh, to this day, that was in 1996. Yeah, so Valentine's Day, 96. To this day, I have no clue who got her those roses. It wasn't me. I, I took my chance in November of 95. And uh, I did buy her some roses in. <laughs> um, but yeah, just no, it wasn't me. Somebody was playing a joke on me. And uh, to this day, I never figured it out. Nobody, nobody knows. Or either they do or they won't tell me. So whatever. But yeah, that's that happened. And um, she never even thanked me, though. Even though it wasn't me, she didn't even like attempt to thank me. Maybe she was in on it. I don't know. Who cares? But yeah, that happened. So and then... But other than that, like I've never, um, I never had a, a Valentine's date or any any luck on Valentine's Day or anything fun on Valentine's Day. I would say the best thing ever happened to me on Valentine's Day would be if I got Valentine's Day candy. You know, <laughs> that was my date for the day. So, <laughs> no, but I it just never was my thing, and I'm fine with that. Um, and yeah, so it was. Um, not a big deal. But the history, Valentine's Day, don't care. I mean, hey, um, this whole acknowledgement of love and affection. And you know what? If you're with somebody and you're married or if you're dating and you wait till just Valentine's Day, man, sorry. Do it every day. You know, if you really love that person, you, you make them know what you're feeling every day. And I think that's the best way to do it. Show your love and affection every day, not just one day of the year in Valentine's Day. So, you know, I just, I think that's the best way to do it. So I don't, this whole cliche of flowers and candy and roses and chocolates. Yeah, that's all fun and games. You know, it's a, it's a great commercial. The, the, the flower shops make money. By the way, I would actually take that. So let me back that up a little bit. I would take off Valentine's Day. In college and last couple of years of high school, and I actually I, I said I was sick, but I cut school really to uh, sell. I, I deliver roses and flowers on Valentine's Day and make cash money. It was great. It was a Smitty Smith's uh, grandmother, and <laughs> my parents didn't care. I was like, "Yeah, make some money. I don't care." And I did. I remember uh, people thought I was sick, and they said, "Hey, somebody said they saw you delivering flowers." Like, no, it wasn't me. <laughs> But I did in high school. I delivered uh, on Valentine's Day. I deliver flowers and make a little money. So it was pretty cool. But um, anyway, if, whoever you're dating, if you're married, you know, show the love and affection every day. Don't do it just on Valentine's Day. So that's the captain's. That's the captain's uh, log right there on two eleven. <laughs> but by the way, this coming Valentine's Day, on this coming Tuesday, the captain will be involved in a speed dating event. So I'm going to give it a shot. You know, it's a, it's, it's virtual and it's through the Bumble app. So I don't know if you've ever been on Bumble, but I've had some luck on Bumble here and there. So I'm, I, I decided to try it just for a week. Honestly, the Bumble is the, it has been the, has been the best uh, app that I've been using lately because it works and I'm not, you know, they, they're a little bit political, but I just, you got to overlook that, but it's the cheapest way to go because you think about it, you do it for a week, 20 bucks. You can swipe through every woman in your city. 
pretty much. I mean, who is whoever's out there, you can do it all in a week. You don't need a month. Do it all in a week. And you get your money's worth. So plus the speed dating event, I've got more than my money's worth. So it's only for a week. And hey, so we'll see what happens. So apparently it's a two-hour event. And uh, the captain will be on Bumble. And uh, we'll find out if I'm going port or starboard. So <laughs> anyway, should be fun. It's all through the app, so I have no idea. So I guess I should trim the beard a little bit, maybe, whatever. But uh, speaking of uh, apps and things like that, Instagram, another girl blocked me for being a good guy. And um, I'm not going to go into detail, but I did talk last time about a girl uh, that, you know, just hasn't, you know, just was still kind of a shitty thing, but um, she blocked me for being the good guy. Well, this is another girl that blocked me for doing the same thing. And, you know, it's a different time. Um, this is something that's been going on for a few years, whatever, but, you know, as far as communication, but. She did, it, she did it too. I was like, I don't get it. Uh, you know, I don't understand what, why good is considered bad and bad is considered good, which, man, that's jacked up, don't you think? And I, I don't like that. So, yeah, I've been blocked on Instagram by another uh, female friend and I, I did nothing wrong. And I haven't spoken to her in a long time, but I haven't texted her really since May of last year. And uh, I've made my peace with it and I even sent her a, um, an email about it and just saying, you know what, uh, you take care of yourself. I just kind of ended it right there, but, but yet I'm the bad guy. So for, for not contacting you after that, leaving it alone, but you still block me because I'm the good guy, but you know, it's just, it's so jacked up, you know, what's good is bad and what's bad is good. It's a screwed up world, man. I'm telling you crazy stuff. Anyway, you know who you are. Best of luck. So, <laughs> last night I was going home and I was grabbing a couple of things at Circle K from work. And they've got the, in the potato chips aisle, <laughs> they brought back the crunch taters. Remember the crunch taters? I, I don't know if it's a, a Lay's or a Frito-Lay company, but remember in Home Alone when Kevin's watching Angels with Filthy Souls and he's just eating and ice cream and he's got all the junk food and there's crunch taters so i go up to the clerk and i was like hey you guys got some crunch taters in he's like what i said what you don't you know the scene at home alone where he's there's crunch taters and you know he's watching smut bad tv and he's like no and i was like okay not bad i was like shows you i don't have a life right I mean, Hey, you guys got crunch taters. What? <laughs> he looked at me like I was a nut. I mean, it was funny, though. I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> keep keep things to yourself, right, Cameron? So, Cambino. Uh, and uh, <laughs> funny stuff. Anyway, you had to have been there. So, uh, <laughs> a guy walks into an antique store. Hey, what's new? <laughs> oh, shit. That kind of week. Oh, man. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, paid off some debt this week, uh, you know, getting uh, getting some bills paid off. And I tell you what, it's, it's a good feeling, like your credit card. It's a good feeling to get that paid off. You know, there's good debt and there's bad debt. Uh, I've got two 
two pieces of debt left over really i'm paying off a car loan and then i've got uh, my uh, uh master's degree in a school loan so that's a it's good debt but i mean i, I want to get rid of it but you know it's, it takes time so uh maybe maybe soon we'll see what happens but save your money to people uh be cautious about what you spend don't uh over overspend and don't and be sure to live within your means you know, do you really need this stuff? Do you need this and that? So just be be smart and uh, don't get into debt or don't get into bad debt. And I remember one time, you guys remember Columbia House? They used to have those DVDs and the um, the catalog and I'll sign up and do this per month or whatever. And I was like, 99 cents for the, oh man, that's a, that's a deal. Well, I signed up one time, didn't read the fine print. My mom got pissed. She was like, I can't believe you did this. Now we got to pay all this shit. I signed up for all these DVDs on Columbia House, and, and <laughs> we ended up canceling it. But it, we had to pay something. But she was pissed. I never. I was like early college, but it was just funny. But Columbia House—they always had some great deals, though, on DVDs. Hard to find ones and stuff you couldn't get, like in Best Buy, or they were just. There was. It was back then. It was a pretty cool, cool deal. But Columbia House. My mom was so mad. Speaking of that, we're. Uh, uh, playing the old Nintendo back when we were kids. Um, I know my friends Jonathan Walker, Jason Bailey, they, they love this story. But <laughs> so I think it was uh, it was uh, fall of like 1987 or 1988, and I mean I'm eight nine years old, but it was just. But I remember we had this. We got the first Nintendo and first Nintendo ever. Uh, or, I mean the first time we had one, and uh, <laughs> that Christmas. And we got at Christmas. We got this game called Rygar, and Rygar is a game about this like legendary warrior, uh, like the Greek in the Greek god era, and um, <laughs> it was a fun game. But it was times it was hard because there were, you couldn't save the game. You have to keep playing. You just continue, continue. You can't save it. There's no password. You just gotta keep playing. So one morning, we're getting ready for school, and we're, we're ready for school, and we're just going to play Nintendo. And <laughs> we got to this certain level, and <laughs> so if you if you die, it, you start over on that level. So I'm like, okay, we made it this far. Let's just, let's just wait. Why don't we just leave it on? So <laughs> mom yells, at, all right, come on, bus is here. Come to school. Okay. Hey, mom, hey, the Nintendo's still on. Uh, just leave it on. We're going to come back and finish it when we get back from school, okay? So just, just if you could, please, just leave it on. And she's like, yeah, whatever. No problem. We come back. Nintendo's burned up. <laughs> Came back from school. Nintendo is toast. And then we, we looked my little brother and I looked at each other. Well, we probably shouldn't have left it on. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> ruined the Nintendo. My parents were pissed. And we bought another one. We said, I'm not doing that shit again. My dad my dad laid that down. He's like, I'm not doing that shit again. You better not leave this thing on. So <laughs> Well, we ended up ruining that one. So we ended up having maybe like three three of them. <laughs> maybe like from at least like in a six year span. I mean, it was just we were terrible. Throwing the controllers when we lose and Back then, with the old tube TVs, it didn't matter. This day and age, you can break that LCD or plasma screen. So, 
<laughs> Rygar. <laughs> no continues. <laughs> Just leave it on. Anyway. But <laughs> oh, man. Good, good stuff. But I remember uh, after that, they had a top loader Nintendo, which was hard to find. They only made like a thousand of them. And I remember getting one on eBay, and that thing lasted forever. It was right before the Super Nintendo came out, and they tried a different method, and that thing was amazing. Like, it just loads right on the top, push, and switch it on. There was no power push button power. It was all, excuse me, just a switch. And I was like, this is amazing. That thing never failed. I still have it. It's in storage somewhere, but uh, I don't need it now because I got the classic editions, and they're all, you know, HDMI and USB power, so you don't really have to worry about it. It's all, you know, it's just, it's all miniature, and I've got every game. So, <laughs> anyway, um, there's a good hack out there if you wanted to uh, download all the games on YouTube. So, um, but yeah, I mean, just um, the Nintendo, so many good times with that. But um, remember Napster? I'm sure everybody remembers Napster. Napster back in the day was so awesome. I mean, file sharing, peer-to-peer -peer file sharing. I didn't know anything about it. I think it was fall of 99, summer of 2000, something like that. Man, we loaded up on music like there was no tomorrow. All these files. I mean, I'm talking about music that you think about in for movies and stuff, like that you can't find. There's no soundtrack. There's, you know, just the song doesn't exist. I mean, it's just so hard to find. It was all out there on Napster. I was like, this is unbelievable. My dad got on, he got me, he said, I want some, find me some Beatles stuff. And we found some old Beatles music. He went nuts. I was like, this is awesome. Napster, man, burning CDs left and right. Those are the good old days. You kids don't know the struggle it was, man. That was a struggle. Now you got your iPods, everything's digital. Man, back in the day, burning those CDs, so much fun. That was awesome. I had tons of music on Napster. I remember uh, I probably had close to 6,000, 8,000 songs built up over the years from Napster and just, you know, file sharing. So when I worked at Best Buy, uh, summer of 2008, I had an external hard drive. I had like a 60 gigabyte external hard drive. That was nothing. And I was like, oh man, I got plenty of storage. 60 gigs. That's, that's what I dealt with. I was cheap. I didn't want to get like a a larger one at the time but, but I mean anyway a 60 gigabyte drive so I'm cleaning up my stuff like cleaning up my files and my computer and this is before I became like right when I kind of started learning how to be an IT the tech the trade and I'm cleaning up that drive so I delete all the files of my music on the external hard drive and then I'm going to copy whatever I have with iTunes and bring it over well I don't know what I got distracted and something came up and I was just doing something else and I was like, wait a minute, why is this? I just deleted this. What's going on? I accidentally deleted all of my music files on my computer. Emptied the recycle bin. I was like, oh, shit. And they already already emptied my external hard drive. I lost all my songs. And I'm talking about songs that I had first gotten on Napster, like almost nine, ten years ago. And I was like, this is, I can't believe I did this. So I had a friend in Geek Squad that got me the software called Undelete. And it worked. I got a lot of them back, but a lot of them were damaged. And that's the thing with um, being a tech, you know, heads up if you ever have data, like personal files, uh, uh, 
documents, pictures, videos, things like that, and you delete them and you empty your recycle bin, well, lots of times they can be written over and formatted with uh, zeros. The data is inaccessible. Even if you were able to recover it, it's, uh, it's hard to retrieve and uh, build that file back. So it's, it's a gamble. Data recovery is a very expensive business, but it's a lucrative business. And it's, um, I've done it before. It's, it's, it's uh, very detailed. Forensics is cool too. I've, I've helped a little bit with forensics before in a certain, certain situation, situation, excuse me. But um, I got most of my files back. But then, after, I mean, honestly, over the years now, everything's on YouTube. I've got, I've got more than my share, my share. I've got all the songs I had back then in Napster. And so right now we're cool. But like, it's just amazing how you have all that stuff built up. And you're like, oh my God, I can't believe I accidentally deleted all my files. <laughs> We've all done that. So, I mean, it's just part of it. But those are the good old days, Napster. Um, but yeah, so been kind of a chill week here at the cabana like i said the captain had been sleeping too great but hopefully um i'm gonna take a little nap here later on and get back on the rhythm get ready for the super bowl weekend have some fun um you know just relax um have you ever gotten onto um uh, if you ever i don't know sometimes i'll be playing the nintendo and there's some games you just never have beaten before I don't know if any Nintendo fans out there, but there's some games that are just so hard. And they're like, man, I can't believe, you know, even as a kid, we couldn't do it. We couldn't beat it. And we're just like, what, how do we, and even as an adult, it's like, man, it's even harder as an adult. So there's, um, I don't know if you ever played Castlevania. Castlevania was super hard. Still is. Um, super Mario Brothers, the original, that was, I mean, just trying to get through that alone. I mean, just there's so many games out there that are just, you want to, like, Try to play it all the way through until you win. So hard. But Castlevania, man, a couple years ago I did that. I tried to beat it without dying. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Got to the very end, and then, of course, you, you lose. But it's just like, it's just stuff like that. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a goal. It's like, oh, man, if I do this, you know, this is awesome. I, I, I did it. Remember when I was a kid, my little brother and I got into it. I actually made a bet. I made a bet on my Frank Thomas Leaf rookie card that I would beat Contra without without losing my life. I lost the bet. Of course, I came up and was like, no, I never bet. I, was, I didn't mean to. I wasn't ready. I didn't, uh, no, you're wrong. I didn't say that. <laughs> but I have. I have beaten Contra on the Nintendo all the way through the entire game without losing a life. And I do have a video out there. I can share it with you sometime. So that's fun, too. So there, if you know there's a game you can beat in one sitting, those are always fun to uh, talk about and share. But, uh, but yeah, speaking of computer stuff and data stuff, I remember one time I was in Office Depot. I know this is random, but, you know, hey, this is my podcast. Everything's random. So <laughs> entertainment therapy. Joey Lauren Adams, the actress, I think she lives in Oxford, Mississippi. And, you know, she was in, what, uh, Days and Confused, Big Daddy, um, Chasing Amy. Uh, good actress. She, she lives in Oxford, but I remember – I'd see her around every now and then sometimes square and just say hello. But I mean, uh, I remember one time I saw her in Office Depot and I was checking her out at the counter. She and some dude she was with. And this is like 15, 12 years ago. And uh, I was like, How, how's your Mac? You know, she had a Mac. I know that because we were, she asked me a question one time. 
and I just I just worked was working at Office Depot, you know, right when I was about to graduate my master's, and <laughs> she. <laughs> I said, How, "How's your Mac, Joey? How's it?" She goes, "Oh, it's good. It's great. It's 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 much better since you worked on it." I was like, "Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I never touched her Mac. That's how funny it was. I just kind of laughed. I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, all right, great. Have a nice day." <laughs> I just laughed. I was like, "She thinks I worked on her Mac because she knew I was a computer guy." I was like, "No, nope, don't know anything about it. Never touched it." <laughs> that was pretty funny. But um, anyway, another interaction with uh, this. Uh, uh, another Hollywood star I interacted with, but um, anyway, random stuff. But um, yeah, you know, things are okay. I can't complain. You know, life's good. Can't complain. I just uh, just trying to make it. You know, I think we all are. This whole thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna mention this real quick. This whole thing about uh, banning uh, assault rifles. And banning them right away, bring it on. Um, this current administration, I'm not going to get political, but kiss my ass and bring it on. So um, come and take them. So uh, that's just my stance. Uh, being a member of the NRA, I, I support the Second Amendment, and I'm going to back that up all the way. Um, I'm going to fight to do my job to protect the Second Amendment of the Constitution and the Constitution of the United States. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So I think we all should. That's our right, Second Amendment, and we got to fight to keep that keep that alive. So all um, all all uh, gun supporters out there, I know you agree. I know you agree with me. So uh, anyway, that's my take on that. Uh, actually, I got my free gift this week from the NRA, and it's a little uh, tactical backpack, a little small, but uh, could use it for something. So thank you to the NRA for that. And uh, look forward to using it for something. So, uh, again, this is kind of a short uh, podcast this week. I don't really have a whole lot to talk about. You know, it's just been a, a random week. Um, Wintertime does that. You know, looking forward to spring. Looking forward to my trip upcoming. Uh, still looking for a GoPro. I'm trying to figure that out ahead of time. Uh, but um, I think I'll find something. So, um but yeah, looking forward to the looking forward to my trip again. You know, I know I've talked about that before. Um, I was thinking the other day about you know this. There's the lottery that's been going on lately. I think one recent one there was like the 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 total was uh, seven hundred. The winning number, or the winning amount was seven hundred forty-seven million. I mean, geez, think about that. And I remember when I was in Florida, that's all they had of the billboards was the lottery. Today's lotto is you know, 400 million. And I'm like, shit, you know what you could do with that money? I mean, think about it. Yeah. Taxes. We all know that's going to happen, but think about other, other things like, man, I could buy a, a yacht and just go to the Maldives or go to uh, Antigua. And I'm like, man, how cool would all this be? And then, then your mind wonders and you're almost in a wreck, but you know, it's just, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure we all thought about it, but money will not make you happy, but it does help. We, I think we could all agree on that. But that's why when it comes to jobs and working and finding a living, um, settling for a good living, find what you want to do. I was talking to somebody at work this week about how things are and 
You know, FedEx is pretty much known nationwide. They make a lot of cuts. And, you know, it's, it's, it's tough right now. And, but we'll get through it, you know. We just got to keep fighting. Got to believe that, you know, you got to be positive and believe that it's in God's hands. In the end, he wins. So no doubt about that. We can have all these fun times and joke around, but in the end, we got to realize there's a greater power at play. And that is uh, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and the Lord God Almighty. So we got to believe that, you know, good things are going to come, and it will. We just got to we gotta be strong and be smart, keep fighting. Fight for what you believe in and believe that everything's going to work out because that's what it's all about. And family is always more important. Listen to your parents. A lot of times growing up, I didn't do that. My dad still this day sometimes still says it, but he's not wrong. And um, so, just gotta just gotta keep going. Carry over anything you want to tell next generation. Share that knowledge with them. Share whatever you feel you you know like. Hey, share this information with them. Maybe you could help that person. Maybe you could um, inspire them to do something good, something great. So I think. Um, Anything we can do to pass on positive knowledge and um, information that would be helpful, you know, not useless information. So I do that a lot. So <laughs> that's what on Bumble it says, what's your most useless skill? I said, useless information. <laughs> so Cameron, what did you major in in college? It's like, oh, UIS. Oh, what's UIS? Oh, useless information systems. It's very popular. So <laughs> it's a, uh, it's an elective major. <laughs> it's not really a major but it's like so what school do you go to i go to the university which one the university of the united states i never heard of that one it is a very small university we do not even have a basketball team <laughs> eddie murphy coming to america anyway I, I talked to somebody this week about that we were laughing about it and there's also a video going around. This guy, he's in Queens. <laughs> he's up on a top floor. And he starts singing that song from Coming to America. <laughs> to be loved, to be loved. <laughs> this guy looks up and starts laughing because he knows exactly what it's from. It's from Coming to America. I was like, man, that is awesome. At least somebody acknowledged it and had, you know, had a good laugh about it. So <laughs> oh, man, good stuff. But um, anyway, like I said, do your job, love what you do. Don't be replaceable. So enjoy life. And when, when you enjoy what you do, it's not work. So that is uh, the captain's take for that this week. Um, looking forward to the Super Bowl and the commercials. I have zero plans. I will watch it at home because I'm a bum. And I've got a busy week coming up, so I'm just got to, uh, I've got to be sharp. Captain's got to be sharp. And uh, so I know this is the 10th podcast. I'm working on some new ideas for maybe uh, something for uh, maybe a little special segment throughout the week on a different day of the week. Um, it'll be one with uh, one of those days. It'll end in Y. So you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but <laughs> Something maybe like to uh, do like a little promotion 
a little fun, um, little fun segment, small short segment um, of uh, current events and topics of you know entertainment things like that. Uh, we'll, so we'll see. Like uh, I'll uh, keep you posted. And if you ever have any information, you know, ever want any information, have questions, uh, I'm available uh, on Twitter. It's at Captain Cambino. Instagram at Captain Cambino. And email is captaincambino at gmail.com. So if you ever have any questions, and check out the cabana on YouTube, Captain Cambino's Cabana, and hit the subscribe button. That'd be awesome. If not, no big deal. I'll still be here and keep talking. We're not just talking. We're talking. So <laughs> I want to say thank you to the troops, our servicemen and women, for all you do, police force, first responders, God bless you, all the servicemen and women, uh, back to blue, 100%. God bless all of you and your families. Hope you get to come home soon. Never give up. Always believe that you can make it happen. As the captain says, make it happen, Captain. Captain Crunch. So, anyway. It's been, I really appreciate you listening this week to the cabana. Like I said, very chill, laid back session this week. Not a whole lot going on. Um, we'll, we'll see what happens with this uh, speed dating event. So the captain will keep you posted on that. And hopefully uh, it'll be uh, headed in the, on the right course. So thank you again for listening this week. Be back next week. And hopefully we'll get to number 20 sometime soon. Um, with uh, new new topics to talk about and whatever whatever's on the whatever's on the agenda. Thank you again for your time. You've been listening to Captain Cambino's Cabana. Have a good one. God bless. Permission to come aboard.